I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Two strong boys ready to wrestle with the issues of the day on the Luke and Pete show. Pete Donaldson with you. Luke Moore is also with me. Hello. Hello to you, Pete. Two strong men wearing very tight t-shirts. Yes. You can see I nip nips. I put on. I've been on all day, Luke. There's yeah. no getting away from it. And we'll probably talk about it further. But I <laughs> put on so much weight. It's taken me four months, three months to get rid of uh, to shift about half a stone. Yeah. And I've put on three or four pounds. In going, one week. Going to the one United- week. It's been one week since you were since four I, pounds lighter. Yeah. Uh, going to the United States of America and not putting on weight. Are it possible? <laughs> I don't know how the hunky boys become hunky there because it's so hard to eat. Even the salads, they put cheese on them. Yeah. They put cheese on them. They put uh, clart on them. It's just oh my. This. They are the size of a house, the sellers over in the United States. <laughs> Crazy. We, and that is the custom in the United States. When we talk about the United States, of course, we have to talk about it in a one-size-catch-all fashion. Yes. Even though when someone talks about any other country and, and they mention it in those terms, it's like, oh, that's mm. a bit xenophobic, but you can't tar people with the same brush. Apparently with Americans, you are allowed to do that, which I personally don't agree with, but there we have it. The United States is like Europe-sized. Indeed. Nobody talks about that. You are now. I am now. So, um, Pete, this is um, I am the Luke, and you are the Pete, and this is episode sixty. Would you believe? Whoa! Um, it's Thursday. It's almost the weekend for people. Um, we like to welcome them in. Don't we be welcoming and friendly and say, mm. you know, whatever's happening on in, in your life, tune in to us. Um, we'll hopefully make the world seem a little bit better by delivering some nonsense and some mm. ill-advised and ill-thought-out opinions and interpretations of events. Last time around, you guys will. Well, just in case you don't remember, and I do this feature to recap, but really it's for Pete. It is for Pete. I because... mean, it is just for me, really. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not forgetful, but I am forgetful, but um, there's a veneer of not caring as well. Yeah, there is. Yeah, It's not just a Care, veneer. Carefree, carefree I, nature. I think it runs all the way through you. I like to do a recap um, for people ostensibly, but really for Pete. And last time around, we talked in great detail, Pete. 
Right. About a man who was half swallowed by a hippo. Mm. We heard from a chap who was a drug detective in Baltimore. We l- listened to a little bit about a mystery, the Bow Beddingfield mystery, when a man saw some Japanese chaps at a gas station in, in Nowheresville, USA, and oh, wanted yeah. us to sol- solve the mystery. A couple of emails on that, either today or Monday, we'll see. Um, and on the email front, actually, and before we go into the... Um, to your trip to the US and uh, perhaps even deliver, furnish our listeners with a Duncan Bannatine update. Um, I should say we are normally about two weeks behind on the emails because we get so many and we do genuinely read every single one of them that you might find a bit of an inertia when we talk about subjects mm. and then you guys respond to it because it takes us a while to get there. So do mm. bear with us. We might not hear from the Baltimore drug detective again for a week or two. It's just how we roll. Just relax, sit back. Don't be too highly strung about it. Take Pete's advice and do not care. Be do not care. And, um, uh, and what I would say is that if I was doing the emails, I probably wouldn't have a Duncan Bannatine update. It's not in the emails. I'll sort it out myself. You just <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Pete. You source the news yourself. I've got a Google alert for it. You've got a Google alert for so, Bannatine. Yeah. DB. Yeah, I have. Yeah. DB. And, and also, one final piece of admin before we press in and hear about your trip. You are fresh off the, the plane here. I'm fresh off the plane. I've done... Um, How uh, many Valium have you had? I might have had a couple. Yeah, so you are in a big. I'm bit low of a shit, energy. You're a bit of a shit state. No, no, I'm not in a shit state. I'm a, I'm quite um, free. I'm quite free. I did while I was away. I um, we um, basically um, there's a few different stories, but we locked ourselves out of our car. So where where specifically did you go? We started in Denver, mm. Colorado. The last dinosaur. He's, He's my, my friend, friend and, a and a whole lot more. more. Which sounds a bit a bit, bit much. Like they're fucking. Um, yeah, shouldn't be doing that. Uh, and um, well, is it any? Is it fine? I don't know if the Denver, if if the dinosaurs doing the fucking, who knows? Well, the other bit is um, it, it shows me a world I never saw before. A dinosaur's so, penis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what in the world started in uh, Ripley's? Believe it or not, started in Denver, Colorado. Went down to Colorado Springs, headed down to a place. How did you get on with the altitude in Denver? Uh, it was all right. My lungs were fine. It was very snowy, though. As, oh, it was snowy. As Luke and Pete show's most notable asthmatic. Yeah, How it, did you was get very, on? it was very snowy. I did notice a tightness in my chest, but um, not, not not too bad. Because we went to Johannesburg once. That's quite high, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder um, which, which is higher. Carry on. I'm going to find out which is higher. Well, Denver's a mile high. I know that. Yeah, because i got Mile High Stadium. Mm. Uh, but uh, we went down to Denver, Colorado. Then we headed down to sort of heading towards New Mexico. Went to a place called uh, Taos. Taos? Taos. Johannesburg's which, higher. Which was, oh, is it? Yeah. How high? How much higher? About 100 metres. 100 metres. How uh, high? Ta- <laughs> well, uh, we ended up in Austin and the state capitol building, uh, which is beautiful, uh, when Texas obviously joined the. Um, oh, yeah, the, did you defile it on Instagram? Defile it? What do you mean? Like, send a. I took a picture. Pictures. I took a picture of myself of it in the Instagram stories and sort of made well, some jokes. One of the one of the floor designs looks like a penis, so that's, that's right. their business. That's what it was. That's yeah. very much their business. You're just but pointing it out. They um, apparently there's a rule that the state buildings aren't allowed to be taller than the um, Senate buildings in in Washington. Mm. Um, but what they did in Texas was they made it a couple of inches shorter than the um, state building in Washington, but then they added like a little uh, little statue of a lady, making oh, it taller. Dicks. <laughs> dicks. That's um, what, isn't that partly what, um, for a while, the world's tallest building 
race essentially was. People just put a massive put aerials a and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, started in Colorado. He went down to Colorado Springs at a place called Taos, which was like a weird kind of art commune, uh, Mexican-themed sort of place. It was really weird. It was like this kind of old um, kind of um, Western Mexican sort of town mm-hmm. um, that they put a roof... The hotel we stayed in, and it was like the town square, but they put a roof on it and made a made a hotel out of it. It was brilliant. We just, you know, chanced upon it. You stayed Fantastic. There? Yeah, we stayed there. There was a, a, a genuine goth um, like lady wearing uh, like a like, you know, like, a, like a white wedding dress. I don't think you can really go with black um, clothes down there because it gets rather hot. Uh, but she had the full kind of like white lead face paint and, and, and she was playing the harp and it was beautiful. Uh, Difficult and then, instrument to play the harp, of yes, course. Uh, we got locked up. But before that, we basically went, we visited a place can't remember where it was, but it was just basically on. Because uh, we, we didn't go down any, any of the interstates or any of the motors. We just took little roads. Mm. And we happened upon this beautiful kind of um, uh, Native American museum. Right. Run by uh, an American bloke uh, who was like this classic kind of 70-year-old eccentric, lovely bloke. Like, he spent so much time uh, with us explaining about the um, the, the Scottish influence because we had a Scotsman mm-hmm. with us, a Scottish influence uh, around um, uh, uh, New Mexico and places like that and how um, basically where he grew up and, and what, where he does his hunting. He eats a lot of bear apparently and he goes up north and he hunts bear and he does all this stuff and he's this fascinating character and he spent ages and he, he genuinely had a real warmth towards us because they don't get that many visitors and There's stuff. There's a lot of that just, in the US though, isn't there? Yeah, and it's just, it's just kind of like old, old eccentric bloke and he was selling like, you know, just, just, just odds and sods all tomahawks and shit yeah. uh, and uh, he had a parrot that would say hello and goodbye and it was just like this this great eccentric but <laughs> but then uh, so, so he took pictures of us you're like can I get a picture of you guys and you know we all took pictures 70 years old but he was sprightly as hell still goes yeah. hunting all that stuff uh, and <laughs> as we pulled out from the driveway of, of this really kind of quaint little rundown museum he'd made of just odds and sods and nonsense. I love a self-run museum. Bric-a-brac, I'd yeah. call it. Um, he, I, basically, uh, uh, we'd visited um, a Walmart some miles behind us and I'd bought four um, sticky letters and I, to, to uh, antagonise the driver of our car, uh, Matthew, uh, and I'd written the word fart <laughs> in big letters on the back in form lettering and on the back of our car. And we look back uh, as we pulled out of his museum as as him and his family waved at us and they just saw us read the back. We just saw him and his family read the back of our car saying the word fart. After we'd had this kind of life-affirming moment and we just saw his face drop a little bit. Yeah, I've never been more embarrassed in my life. And the the thing that annoys me about that... Fart. you, You never have to see him again. No. But the thing that annoys me about that is, you know, in a way, you, you are representing me there. Because we're both British. Fart. We both like to travel. We both like to fart. <laughs> that is true. You particularly. It was, it in was this such studio. big, whimsical letters. Fart. Um, Why did you do that? Is this like an extension of your farts just... at farts.com? No. <laughs> Obs- obsession. No, I just went to what we went to Walmart. I was buying a big pillow because I, whenever I take a long trip, I like to make a little manger in the back and have a little snooze. Well, the problem so I is, I bought a big pillow. You you regularly like to go on holidays with your pals, mm. where you fly to the US and drive around all mm. over the place, yep. taking advantage of the cheap car hire uh, rates, but you can't actually drive. Yep. So if we ever do something together like this, I'm gonna have to do all the driving. Yep. Unless we want to literally die. <laughs> I uh, reckon, I, uh, to be honest, uh, Matthew is a very good driver, but he does get distracted very easily. Not, can I just say, 
Matt, I've never met you. If you listen to this show, that is not what Pete was saying before we came on there. What do you mean? You didn't say he was a very good driver. No, I said I, no. I said he gets distracted when he sees something. He he sort of drives up the rumble strip. But that's part of driving, isn't it? That's part of not making you a very good driver. No, he's good in the seas. <laughs> he's a good driver. <laughs> I he drove us for like a thousand miles across the US. Now, I think that you is, should be very grateful. Yeah, I am very grateful. And you were so grateful that you put par- farts on the back of his car. Farts. And your 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 particular own version of support is buying a load of soft furnishings <laughs> to make a manger on the back seat, exactly. so you can get your head down. Helping. I'm not a great map reader either. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> bless him. I don't know how he put up with it. Um, but uh, and we um, then we went. Then we uh, then we would we were laughing our heads off. So much that um, we, Alex, my you know my one of my older friends, uh, he locked the keys of the car in inside the car. How is that even possible now? Uh, just, well, we managed it. Right, we managed that feat. Well, I thought like nowadays we're like modern kind of hire cars. Yeah. They're all on GPS and stuff. You can get them remotely unlocked and stuff by the hire company. Turns out, so I, not I w- the case. I wouldn't be able to lock myself out of my car because the only way you can lock, I can lock my car is by pressing the button. Mm. And if I haven't got the button, I can't lock it. Yeah, apparently yeah, apparently that, that it, it automatically locks, which is... So then what happened? You didn't see, you didn't see Bo Beddingfield, did you? <laughs> no, we had, to ring, uh, we had to ring the hire car place and then wait in the sunshine in a place called Fort Galveston or something like that. Um, Fort Gaviscon. Oh, Galveston, Texas? No, it wasn't Galveston, Texas. Fort Worth, it was New Texas. Fort Worth, no, 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 Dallas. No, no, no. Oh, it was, it, no, Fort Worth is um, Dallas. Um, yeah. But um, Fort something or other. And we had to sit... Um, not a million miles away from where the the, the fart situation, because we were laughing at the fart situation, went to get some gas, locked our, uh, and basically had to wait about three hours for a man to come with a little... I do like the way they do this, because it's the same way that um, people used to steal things out of my uh, girlfriend's, ex-girlfriend's car in Highgate. They just pull on the... Put, they just get their fingers... On the seal. On the, uh, on, on, on the actual car door and just pull it until it's bent. Then they get their hands in and uh, open it up and then steal the shit, shit that's in there. But how do they bend it back then? Well, so the, this, these guys do it slightly more um, delicately. They've got this little kind of um, slidey thing and they slide it in between the car and the car door and they just inflate it with a little pumper and it gives you enough room to slide like basically a court hanger in which, and you can flip up the... Um, Flip up the the child lock things and then get in. How but much do they charge you for that? We don't know yet. Oh, <laughs> it's still in the post. Still in the post. Uh, presumably Matt's been relinquished of any fee, fee paying because he's driving the hotel, has it? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, well, it was a mix between him and Alex who locked the thing in the door. But it, was, it was an interesting experience. But at that time, because Colorado, you can buy weed. Uh, legally, you can just yeah. walk in, uh, and there was a dispensary right next door. So we went, all right, we'll buy some bloody edibles then, because we're not smokers. Did you even want them? Not really. We were bored. <laughs> I was bored out my bloody mind. So we bought um, these little cookies, and uh, not I'm, you know I, I don't really understand that sort of thing. But I had half a one, and I giggled. I started giggling immediately. Now that's not right. They, no. they, they, they shouldn't work that quickly. Psychosomatic, I, probably. I don't think. It, no, I don't think it was because I was just. I could not. Was it stop like smiling? Was it like when people drink alcohol-free lager, but they think it's alcohol in it, and they just pretend to be drunk? They just. Act- I don't know, man. I. I. There had to be something because I could not keep it together at all and then I fell asleep and had mad dreams but you know if it works for people it works for people so you went to a small local museum you locked yourself out your car you bought a hash bought cookie drugs and uh, you got upgraded on the way home did you try and get into a cockpit uh, no I don't think that's uh, no yeah you were just say like, yeah, can we go to the cockpit no, no. no you- 
It was a, it was very prompt, a very prompt leaving of the place, which right, I really so appreciate because we had a lot of. Uh... How did you get your upgrade? People at home will be dying to know how they can swing it themselves. No, I I think it's because I'd paid sixty quid to choose my um, chair on the way out. Chair. They call them chairs now, right? <laughs> But we drove all the way down to um, uh, a place called uh, Abile- uh, Abilene. Right. Abilene. And uh, we got to an Airbnb. It was the only Airbnb in town. Uh, got there. Big, big house. Like a big rumpus room with a drum kit. We got in. We started bashing the drums and stuff. It was about like 10 o'clock at night. Uh, but it was a semi-detached house. So, and he's got a drum kit, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, and then me and Matthew kind of um, explored the rest of the house because this was a sprawling house. And there was just a guy asleep on this chair. What, in the house? In the house. That is horrific. And, it was, and the lights were off. And I was like, what the flip is going on in here? He scared the shit out of me. So they hired you out of B&B and they let someone in, they left someone in there? And I was like, yeah, right, He's like, I mean, it was a late booking. So what had happened is the brother of the guy had just been in just watching, watching telly. But he was just sat there watching telly in the dark. And it spooked the shit out of me. I would absolutely shit a brick if that were me. This Latino bloke just gone, hey, bro, I'm sorry, I couldn't get out. I didn't lock out the thing. And he, that's how they talk. That's yeah. how, how well, so he just talk. didn't realise there was a booking. They didn't realise there was a booking, so he just sat there watching telly and on, on like, a, like a really spooky rocking chair, which is even worse. Did he and keep was, popping up again or and, did he leave? But it was in a room. No, he left immediately, said sorry. Well, he didn't say sorry, he just went, no, I'm going to leave now. Um, and, but, Not even uh, his house. He should be apologising. <laughs> he should be apologising. Um, but he, uh, but the room that he was in watching telly was this. Uh, had a room. Had, weirdly, had a picture of Cheryl Cole on the wall. Hmm. Cheryl Cole and the nuclear testing um, bikini at all <laughs> picture. What, the mushroom cloud. Yeah, the big mushroom cloud. What a combo. What a combo. Um, and also in one of the cupboards, about as much live ammunition as I've ever seen in my life. Couldn't find a gun to shoot them, but yeah, yeah, incredible. That will happen in that part of the world. I know, but still, I'm not don't rent out your house if you've got bloody shotgun shells and and um, like pretty and a strange hefty, man, pretty large kind of um, big seven is it seven millimeter seven inch? I said the camera seven inch. Oh, nice thing about big uh, long sharp gullet bullets. But I told you once gullet that bullets. I visited a um, I visited. That's the well, that's a wonderful price of your trip. Appreciate mm. that. Um, I once visited a house, uh, a friend of a friend or whatever in the US, and the guy had an actual rocket launcher in his house, which, wow. I, which, I don't, which is obviously not legal. Nice. But, Did uh, it, I mean, a rocket launcher is just a pipe, though, isn't it? It's very much the rockets that was, are uh, I was, naughty. I said to him, what are you going to use that for? I don't know, really. Yeah, he just had no idea why he had it or why he was going to use it. <laughs> it's, just great, it's a great, um, it's not animated GIF, but it's like a little video of uh, uh, on the internet you occasionally see, and it's just like Ollie's. Um, all these guys, all these, all these guys and girls, just sort of coming out and sort of saying, "I'm a, uh, I mean, my name's uh, Steve. I'm a, uh, I'm a gay man." And then it's like, uh, yeah, "My name's Sophie. I'm a transsexual woman." Mm. Uh, my name's, um, you know, it just goes on like that. And then the clip after that is a guy with a rocket launcher, and he goes, and he sort of goes, "I'm a n-word with a rocket launcher," which I really like. What's I'm this just, on? It's just a, I don't know, it's a probably, gif. It's just a gif on the internet. Yeah. Which is, it just cuts this guy with a rocket launcher. And he goes, I'm just a, with a rocket launcher. It could be the same guy. Could be the, could be, it, could be the same guy. Um, is it, can you maybe um, furnish me with that as part of your monthly meme dump into my WhatsApp, which you great, great, graciously do every month? Can certainly do so. Appreciate that, so. Pete. Can right, certainly before, do so. A great price of your trip away. Mm. Um, I've also been away a little bit, but I'll maybe talk about that next time around. Before we go to emails... 
Shall we have a quick break, Peter? I think so. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening okay. to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yep. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light, you dickhead. Yes. Okay, Luke, don't gunge me, mate. Pipe down, Pete. I told you never to argue with the customers. Never argue, argue with the customers. customers. Um, it's email time. I've collated a load of them for us because you were away, Pete. Um, shall I um, start off with the Bow Beddingfield mystery? Further, further strings to that particular bow. Yes, please. Um, so last time around, if you've not heard it, go back and check it out. Episode 59. Check it out. Check it out. Episode 59. Steve Brule. I know you were. Check it out. I was doing the Beastie Boys. 
Um, Bo Bedingfield saw a, um, a particular weird occurrence where he was at a gas station, petrol station to you and I in the UK, uh, in the middle of nowhere, and he saw um, a load of what he had presumed to be Japanese people picking up an elderly gentleman from a car and putting him in the back of a van. Yes. We asked our listeners to solve this mystery, and to be honest, it's been quite slim pickings. Uh, it has been slim pickings. Mm. couple of emails here, one from Stephen Ryan. Um, uh, hi, Luca and or Pete. Everyone's thinking it. I'll just say it. Executive gangbang. Oh, what do you mean? Executive gangbang? Don't know what he means. What is that? Like That's all he says. Is, is, is he the bangy, the, the old man? Or? Who knows? Because it was because the, the old man got in the car rather than the old woman. I would do. Yeah, it was the man. Yeah, it was yeah. the man. Um, so that's what Stephen thinks. Um, someone else has been in touch. So I didn't take their name. Sorry about that. Definitely not the only one who's going to say this. But my only thought is that they were yakuza. Although feared, they do have kind of responsibility for politeness and respect. Mm. Probably way off the mark, but it's the only thing I could think of. I don't take the name down. Who that was? Let me mm. just check. Uh, that is from uh, um, Gavin Cook. That's his idea. That's the, that's the only suggestions we've had. What, Yakuza or executive gangbang? Why can't it be both? I was about to say that. Why not combine both? Mm. Um, so that's the Bo Benningfield mystery as it currently stands. If Bo Benningfield wants to get back in touch and give us some more information, uh, if, if you think of us like detectives, we need more information about the scene of the crime. Even if it was a crime, it might not be. Putting your hand up someone's bum would be easier with a uh, few fingers. True. That is true. That is, it's the little finger they tend to lose, isn't it? Little finger, yes. Um, not to and be confused with little finger from Game of Thrones. I think we've spoken about this before, but there's a guy who makes um, little finger replacements for uh, Yakuza who've been who've done something wrong, um, and they give you like three or four different versions of it for how tanned you are during the year. <laughs> really like it's a, it's a real giveaway if you're, if you're under suspicion for something, isn't it? Yeah, I've often thought that. Yeah. But um, yeah, if, if Bo Bedford wants to get back in touch, <gasps> or someone else wants to email, oh, you've got an idea. Uh, well, it was a thrift store, and there were two items. Um, it was a thrift store in a place near San Antonio, and I nearly bought a really old seventies false leg. How much was it? It was like thirty quid. It was it was between that and a Bakelite phone. I bought neither in the end, but um, it was this kind of really antiquated. How would you um, put it back? False leg. What? Did you put it in your suitcase. Probably suitcase. You had room in there. Uh, yeah, I bought a, a prosthetic I, leg room. What else? I, what else did I bring? I, I took a full scale iron out there. Full scale, full scale. I, I took me, I took me home iron out there because you can never rely on the irons. Is that in after you, you got your fingers burnt in Naples? Yeah. Oh, mate, that was that was a nightmare. That horrible iron I bought. Yeah. Ugh, Have you terrible. still kept that? No, no point. In the bin. No point. No point. I let her throw. $15 down the drain. Disposable, constantly. disposable uh, iron. Have, disposable. You, have you got an email there? i got an email. I'm going to kick off with Ben Wicks. Thank you, Benny Wicks. Uh, this is a great email. Thank you for uh, pulling this one out. Luke, um, hello. 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 Listening to episode 55 and talk of Turkmenistan reminded me of the existence of my favourite dictator. Come on, we've all got one. Uh, Sapamarat uh, Niazov, uh, Niazov uh, who yeah. ruled from 1985 in varying capacities until his death in 2006. Not a bad little reign. 22, yeah. 21 years. Guilty of uh, lots of horrendous human rights abuses. Not a bad little reign. <laughs> uh, what made him my favourite was the many and varying uh, batshit things he did, including naming days of the week and months of the year after various things, including himself. I mean, that is just an admin nightmare. That's I understand. Just... So I understand. That's the... going to cost you in the long run. It isn't is. It? The mentality of a dictator, I, I try and sort of empathise with that. I understand what they, how they get to where they get to. Yeah. And they, they're mad power crazed. Mm. But. Try if there are any dictators would be dictators out there listening. Do the sort of mad stuff that gives you the least admin footprint. 
Because mm. if you're going to name every day of the week about something different, I mean, they are just automatic, those. Yeah. We learn those when we learn to speak. Yeah. If, if we have to start remembering, he's not even going to be able to remember himself. No. And he's going to look ridiculous. <laughs> Car- carry on. <laughs> um, he changed the national anthem to include references to himself. So uh, that's a bit, bit more manageable. A bit more manageable. Banning lip syncing at concerts. I Spe- kind of stand by that. I think that's all right, isn't it? I mean, so what, the, the actual artists themselves? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, yeah. I'll be in favour of that. No, I, I don't think we're going like concert goers. Like, you can't well, you never know. He's named the days well, yeah. of the week differently. Banning dogs from the capital city? I'm uh, not having that. I don't agree with that. Not having that. Um, banning news anchors from wearing makeup because he personally struggled to discern men from women. How much makeup were the men wearing? <laughs> you have to wear camera makeup, don't you? Yeah. And also, like, Tickman, I mean, Tickmanistan, they would presumably... Would they still be wearing Western dress, like suits and dresses and stuff, surely? Not sure. Don't know. Not sure. Have a Google. Um, and most interestingly of all, says uh, Ben Wicks, uh, he banned smoking in public in 1997, not on the grounds of public health, but because he'd had, had to give up smoking himself. Uh, see, that's another, another problem I've got there. Another basic error. It's almost like he doesn't care, mm. and I'm sure he didn't. Um, if you are going to do that for that particular reason, just say it's for public health. Yeah. It's an easy win. Damn right. You don't just say, oh, by the way, I'm not allowed to smoke anymore, so you guys aren't. You're going to be unpopular doing that. However, the best thing you did uh, was in the attached photo. I've noticed that you did not attach the photo. Oh, I've seen it. It's very good. Uh, No self-respecting dictator should be without a statue, right? Well, this one was made of gold and was slowly rotated throughout the day so that uh, Niazov always faced the sun, which is magnificent work, I think it's fair to say. Here it is, Peter. You want to look at it? There you go, mate. Oh, it's quite quite, uh, broad. It's quite solid, isn't he? Yeah. He looks like, um, it's almost kind of like Russian futurist, kind of like, you know, remember yeah. that Yuri Gagarin um, yes. statue we saw a, a while that, yeah. ago? Uh, keep up the good work. You're doing plenty to inspire my curiosity, though previously that extended as far as Mr. Blobby. Oh, we'll do something on Mr. Blobby again in a minute. Um, or Noel Edmonds, anyway. He, um, I looked into um, Niazov, and he also um, fired his chief of police live on television and said, I cannot say you had any great merits or did much to combat crime. I <laughs> <laughs> say like when they fired um, the now Portuguese manager, not Portuguese, Belgian manager. Oh, Martinez. On, uh, Martinez on television, didn't they? Well, they didn't fire him, he found out. No, it was Gus Poyer. Gus Poyer. It was a completely different man. They <laughs> <laughs> look sort of similar, though, what you mean. I'm allowed to make so many mistakes on the football side of things on this show because... When uh, you're on, when not you're, a football ramble, is it? When you're on Valium, do you find that people all look the same? Um, what about this one from Toby he says uh, afternoon gentlemen a band I was a part of way back around 2003 once supported the wonderfully named rectal hemorrhage they were bloody shit I don't know if that's a joke is that a pun yeah Yeah, it is a pun but I think it's true or not this is obviously on on the the old band names we were talking about Um, Slow Dive were playing in Austin and they're on my flight and they took ages to get all their equipment through obviously because they're a band they, um, they're very, very. I've never really been to them myself. The shoegazy, but mm. they're, they're very highly respected. Mm. Um, they reformed fairly recently, I think. A few years later, Toby says I looked uh, rectal hemorrhage up, hoping to prove uh, to a friend of the band's existence, and I came across a band called Anal Bead and a man who called himself Dave Watson, Infernal Keyboard Emperor Three Thousand. I um, like the three thousand. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, Andrew three thousand. Yeah. He also and this is the this is this is why the, the anal beard was the name of the uh, thing. He said an anal bead, which is very different. Oh, beard. Yeah. I, um, they, they sometimes interact. They do. I um I included this email not for that fluff at the beginning, but for this particular bit. This is the crux of the email right here. 
He says, also, on the Mr. Blobby front, Noel Edmonds once visited my dad in his helicopter in the early 90s <laughs> at the height of house party fame for advice on how to run a business, despite the fact that we lived in a caravan. <laughs> my dad told me not to tell anyone at school because of the potential local media circus, and I was almost as good as my word. I instead elected to tell one of the classroom assistants that Noel had brought his party to my, eight, uh, to my eight-wheel static. Only years later did I consider how an adult must have reacted to a seven-year-old boy telling her that Noel Edmonds was at his caravan asking his dad for advice. <laughs> I'd like to have him on the show, Noel. I know you hate him, but would it be good to have him on the show? I would like to film myself hitting him with a stick. <laughs> and that would be great content. Where would you hit him? What? Where would you hit him where like, a Spanish policeman hits someone so it doesn't bruise? No, it'd do face and hands. In that order? <laughs> That was always the rumour when you went on holiday to Spain as a teenager. Is that, a oh. threat? Is, it a, is that actionable? If I say I want to hit Noel Edmonds, is it? I think he is quite litigious. Yeah. Probably. But then he's yeah. come out with some outrageous stuff himself, so it's tit for tat, I think. Didn't, uh, a man died on his watch, effectively, on Noel well, that, Edmonds. Now, that probably is actionable. So. Yeah, what are you going to do? do you, have you um, seen that classic YouTube video of... A man dying on Noel House Party? No, no, no. Right. It's, it's Lionel Blair. Let right. me get this right. Lionel Blair... Bobby Davro and someone else. If you're listening from the US, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Look it up. Um, these are like 80s and 90s light entertainment characters. Mm, quite, very light. Quite tragic in their own mm. way. Bobby Davro, I think, has sadly passed away now. But anyway, I don't know about Lionel Blair. There's, it's like this light entertainment type show, and they're obviously filming it ahead of time, like pre-recording it. Yeah. But it's in front of a studio audience. Mm. And you know um, those joke medieval stocks yes. that people go in? So you've got your head through one hole... Yes, two arms I have through. seen this. Yeah, well, should I just carry on describing yeah. what happens? So Bobby Davro, who's sort of, God rest him, is like a tragic sort of character anyway, is in these stocks, and the idea is they're throwing wet sponges at him. But the the stocks aren't secured Weighted. properly. Yeah. And so what happens is he moves around a bit, and it just all tilts forward. And because his arms, his hands are <laughs> trapped, and his face is trapped, he just face plants in the most horrific place way possible yeah. into the stage uh, and it is awful to watch but it's almost compelling you can't really take your eyes off it and also you've got Lionel Blair who's a very camp man in the background oh my goodness Bobby oh Bobby <laughs> and it is, what, what results is one of the most watchable videos on YouTube oh it's something else it's up there with uh, Mr Blobby not being allowed to uh, go to New York yeah I still don't really understand that do you understand what... Well, no, I understand it happened, but I don't understand what they were thinking at the time. Oh, what do you mean? Like, a, well, it, they were kind of selling the fact that they were going to New York. They were selling the fact that Noel's House Party was going international. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were setting up the conceit that Mr. Blobby wasn't allowed to go. I noticed that, that, um, that those pictures that were taken of uh, Mr. Blobby's old house went viral this week on the internet. Mr. Blobby's old house as in the... You know, the, um, the sort of dilapidated old Noel's house. Yeah, Blobby World thing. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, that's a Noel Evans update. I'll give you a I'll give you a Duncan Bantine one on Monday, I suppose. Okay. Uh, any more emails, Peter? Uh, do you want one more? Yeah, I'd love one. Okay then. Hello to oh god, I'm gonna, I'll save that one for next week because it's a chunker. Uh, bad band names. Talking okay. about um, that stinky one we had a little bit earlier on. Uh, Alan says, uh, hello, chaps. Energizer batteries for me, depressingly middle of the road. They really are, Alan. You've let yourself down there, mate. Uh, on the subject of bad band names, here are but a selection of bands I was in when I was younger. <laughs> Regurgitating Francis. That's so 90. That is good, isn't it? Deep Blue Rose Thorns. That doesn't make any sense. Deep Blue Rose Thorns. Yeah. The Life Nocturnal. 
That's not too bad. I don't mind that one. It's really pretentious, though. What sort of music would they make? <laughs> they would um, make, like, it would be, um, the life's not turning, it would be almost like Counting Crows type stuff. Do you la, reckon? La, 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 It would be Blind Melon, No Rain. Yeah, it would be, a bit like Blind Melon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, not, not, not as I remember it. That. <laughs> Diaspora mo- no more. Uh, we were going through a Rage Against the Machine esque Diaspora um, no more no. Uh, political phase, but thereafter shortened to uh, Diaspora. Basically, I'm getting married uh, next year and hope to get a Diaspora uh, reunion going for it. Keep it with the word, Alan. Well, Alan, that's all. I hope you're not um, <coughs> resident of the spectacular county of Somerset in the southwest because I did some research and there's already a fairly successful what well, what appears to be fairly successful Irish folk band called Diaspora oh no um, diasporamusic.org their website um, has a lovely picture of them with a with a boron and a few banjos we have been described as a long established feel good Irish band which celebrates the music and traditions of the historic Irish diaspora and entertains with an eclectic mix of folk and other influences listen to our music read about us judge for yourselves I don't think the, the Cornwall people need any more rabble rousing Somerset Somerset yeah is that the same place nah Good. Not even bordering. Devon's, oh, involved. Devon's in the way. Devon's in the way. Don't forget Devon's, about Devon. Creamy Devon's always in the way. It always God, is in it. the way. Um, right, let's get out of here. We have got to um, bring you some more Luke and Pete show on Monday. There's loads more to get through, so do listen out for Man, Monday as well. We've got loads to get through. Uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to get in touch with the show, how can people do it? Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. Send us all your favourite anecdotes, stories, requests, comments, all that kind of stuff. And we'll see you on Monday. Have a spectacular weekend. Ah, just have a good one. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas. And I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode. And I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right? He used to 
battle druids in wizard duels, which is <laughs> a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I'll beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of wizard duel, Luke? I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light your dickhead. <laughs>